0: live we're live right yeah. yes we are live Woo! okay so there's some things that i have to set up first uh unfortunately right now there's uh the mirror image you know just like uh, if you look inside a mirror yeah. we want it so that the audience sees a little bit better so if you go ahead and take a look at the tv it's just going to switch our location Good job. Wow. so now everything is readable you know like the correct way how it's supposed all to be read all the
1: pokemon are in order yeah instead <laughs> of
0: looking at like oh look it says uh r b a b like for breaking bad got to yeah. make
1: them work for it
0: yeah i want well <laughs> then you go right just like playing that mind trick on you can you guys read this backward you're smarter if you read you gotta this. got to do it backwards. fast though before we take it away right got to go. do it fast going to keep clicking on it Thank you for coming yes! it's so cool i'm i was like i'm just like wow i can't believe she wanted to come on the podcast oh, hell yeah. so i'm i'm very i'm flattered i'm i love
1: your po- your snapchats and everything that you post i'm like gotta watch i always enjoy what like you know people in the community do cool stuff like nice and it's
0: a really cool group thing when you start to appreciate what other people start to do because like yeah the the fact that you even like i don't want i i don't know much about the cafe like you got to tell me more about your cafe oh lord
1: there's
0: so much (laughs) i was like oh
1: lord there's so much well there's so
0: much i don't know um let's let's start off slow i know you from the con scene that's Mm -hmm. where we first introduced ourselves um i'm pretty sure it was through michael
1: yeah, it's been a couple of years. It's been
0: a while since. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't talk. I don't. I'm a little shy when it comes up to like being like, how are you doing?
1: I'm a hermit. So
0: it happens. I right? was
1: like, I'm a hermit. <laughs> um,
0: but the the purpose of this show is to like friends that I do have that I don't talk to to get to know them better and yeah. get interest and in stuff that they like. Yeah. So. Thank you for coming again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let us know about yourself. Uh, what do you do? What do you like to do? Obviously, I know you're from the cosplay community, but that's not everything about you.
1: No. Uh, God. I, n-
0: I know there's some other stuff as well. Like you are kind of working in the medical field as well. Yeah. There's, uh, I don't even want, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, um, I'm um i in nursing school right now. Okay. Um. So before I was here, I was making flashcards. No, <laughs> was... And I lost track of time. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to put my flashcards away. Um. So i'm in nursing school right now i like um cardiac and icu so i used to work um when i was 18 i got a job on the floor as a transport like inpatient transport tech so i took people from like their rooms to scans or procedures or you know bringing people up from the ed or discharging people like i did everything any kind of movement people needed to get around in terms of patients that's what i did for a while yeah and i would walk like Oh gosh. I worked <laughs> full time and I worked an average of twelve miles per shift. Whoa. Like my calves looked awesome. So yeah. But I was exhausted and for me it was a lot of repetition after a while. Okay. Um, and I got really bored of the job and I got a new job and so now I'm working up in the transfer center. So I bring a lot of patients from um outside facilities like up in especially in New Mexico, like up in Shiprock and um, Socorro, people in Española we bring a lot of people up there and so we kind of get we have triage nurses up there and then I'm a coordinator so we kind of
0: see where they can go Yeah,
1: we, we target them to an appropriate facility whether they can go to Rust or a downtown or you know, and we kind of figure okay. out, place them with a specialty if they need a cardiologist and we get them connected with a cardiologist and talk with docs a lot and just kind of manage the bed situations in the metro area too, okay. so it's a lot of Puzzles, but it gets me thinking. And it
0: is—I could see a lot of work of organizing, because you have a lot of people that go different places. You have to make sure where they're at.
1: And they'll pop up like something will happen five hours later, and go, "Oh God, I just remembered about that person." Yeah, like this is what happened, and it's just constant memory and backtracking and organization, and it's a lot. But I—I love it, and it gives me time to study. When it's kind of like down low, I can make my flashcards and. but it's a good job. I really like it. I do. I do miss being on the floor with patients a lot. I Interacting
0: really, and stuff. Yeah.
1: You get some you get some tough people, but um, it w- there was like a group full of people you would get that I still remember um, that just, you know, made your day really good uh, or, you know, or just talking to someone. Sometimes you just run into like people you never thought you would talk to when you learn something from them or, you know where they just brighten up your day or you do the same back. And so it, that was kind of nice as being able to have patient interaction because you never know who you were going to run into or who you were going to meet or who was going yeah, to teach you something. Could, yeah,
0: what you can learn. Because yeah. every experience with somebody new or different is something new or different.
1: Maybe a little more humble, it's, you know, and then we would take, pa- you know, patients who were aggravated at the beginning of the day and took it out on me. But the more and more we kept going, I realized like, you know, the aggravation isn't towards me there's a lot more going on as i take them to and from it so it kind of humbled me and it changed a a lot of perspective a lot of perspective for me what you see on the outside with a lot of people whether it's anger or hate or sadness or happiness is not usually driven towards you it's something with going deeper meaning yeah that's a deeper meaning and and to know like a good balance of being understanding and having perspective and being open-minded with people um th- that job taught me a lot that's a lot good. about people
0: that's good too because i i see it as like kind of uh being able to i guess hold your temper well not really yeah. hold your temper because obviously I, they're not taking it out on you they just have certain problems or some certain issues oh okay. some do oh so they just have to lash out on somebody i've
1: been punched in the job before Whoa. yeah i was angry so that was not cool i've had um bodily fluids thrown at me I've had people try to swing at me. I've tried like had grown men try to like pin me down, like in the ER, wow. it's, like people are just like, as years go by, people just get crazier and crazier. Like there, like, you just get some people who are just downright angry and want to hurt people. Um, it happens, I mean, it happens. It's, it's that fine line, whether you know where to step that line or where, whether you know to step back
0: okay
1: um, a lot of people in the medical field i think have a, a gut feeling and we follow that so my mom's a nurse grandma's a nurse okay we all follow our guts so we've you know had so many instances where we go into a patient's room and we'll go something doesn't feel right something is telling me i need to walk out of here and nine times out of ten my gut is usually right
0: and it was a good decision
1: yeah yeah absolutely uh, so
0: you've seen the opposite though right where you <laughs> felt like they didn't want to do the certain task, but feeling it's part of their obligation or their job they still go ahead and do it and something bad happens Mm -hmm. i mean it's inevitable i mean some people do want to try their best to help the situation but Mm -hmm. don't uh, recognize that it might be dangerous or it's just not a good situation at that time
1: or sometimes that there's nothing you can do and i think that's hard um you know being a nursing student is there sometimes that you can't knowing when you just genuinely can't go I can't help you you need to be able to help yourself and that helps me in like my real life because I'm I tend to be a very giving person and I that's why I'm always exhausted (laughs) (laughs) that's why I'm always tired because I'm always willing to give a hand but
0: and helpful um, you're helpful
1: yeah I always try to be if you need help if you want to talk if you whatever but um I've gotten a lot better over the last couple of years of being like I you know I'm here when you need the support I'm here when you need the little pick me up but um, these things that you're having conflict with yourself is your journey to figure out I can't I yeah. can't I can't give you a yes or no I can't give you a maybe I can only be here to support you as you figure it out yeah. um and some people get mad and then they realize no that's a good thing you're supposed to grow as yourself yeah. you know you're supposed to figure out yourself um you can't have someone whispering in your ear or telling you yes or no, maybe so.
0: Because there's so many situations that you just can't understand. You and just would never understand.
1: I would never understand or it's not my place to because I'm not the same person as you or I'm not the same person as someone else. The way my dynamic and my personality works with the situation is completely different than anybody's. Um, my personality and the way I deal with things um, whether they're sad, angry, happy, whatever, is very different than how other people deal with it. Okay. So I get a lot of friends who, like, get freaked out because I'm very straightforward. Um, and uh, I've gotten a lot better about just kind of telling it how it is. And obviously, you know, not to be blatantly rude, but if somebody needs to hear what they need to be told.
0: You're telling them. Yeah, some
1: of my friends are like, why would you say that? I'm like, because I need to hear it. I'm not, I'm not going to, kill like, kill a learning experience from them. They, they should hear it. And yeah. that's just being honest, yeah. It's being honest
0: Uh, we talked about it too uh, me and my friend were like it's not accommodating to them as well either is like if they like you for the person that you are you should present yourself in the person that you Mm -hmm. are so that there's no
1: misunderstandings you're not any little
0: fine line where it's like no this is not what I thought you were thinking about and it's just like okay this is where I should have presented myself in a straightforward Mm -hmm. kind of manner and
1: it eventually comes out one way or another and you know you make that and that's okay not everybody's supposed to be friends not everybody's meant to get along like that's why we have like that's why everybody's different yeah. and I think a lot of people have a hard time like working with rejection or feeling you know someone not liking them and people don't know how to deal with that but you know my whole thing for the last couple of years is someone doesn't like me I'm like well okay you're lost bye-bye yeah. I got great friends who do like me and who are willing to put in my time so right.
0: exactly. that's okay and you see it as a transition too. Uh, people that accommodate to you and people that are super honest and actually really like genuinely a friend to you because you can see those people were just like well let's just kind of i don't want to say like pussyfoot your way through it but like you know kind of just like
1: sugarcoat everything yeah let me
0: just uh, i'm not going to tell her something bad about her i'm not going to let her know that the decision she's making is bad Mm -hmm. i'm just going to like kind of accept it and then throughout time you just show like oh well obviously we weren't really as close (laughs) as friends or Mm -hmm. super honest with each other as we should have been because now we're fighting about Something. Whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there's like there's times where like, you know, I've always told a lot of my friends and I tell my younger brother this is when you be it. You know, you're an adult. You you know, that whole picking your battles thing is very relevant. And I said, because, you know, as honest as I am and as much as I put it, there's sometimes that there's a lot of times that I shut my big mouth.
0: You just don't want to <laughs> deal with
1: it. Where I go. It's not my place. It's not going to go anywhere. Like I fully know how this is going to end out. And that's OK. The, you know, sometimes my opinion and my words are not needed um and being able to decipher when your words are needed and when your actions are needed and when they're not is a very big skill that i think a lot of people have a hard time gathering and i did too it's it's a hard thing to to filter yourself okay. and under and you know step back and understand a situation Before and understa- even yeah and understand where you sit with that situation yeah. you know what i mean um and that's that's a hard skill it really is i still struggle with it sometimes sometimes my my big mouth comes a little (laughs) bit
0: and that's just you being honest again because i mean there are sometimes where you have the filter and you don't want to maybe hurt someone's feelings or something Mm -hmm. but i mean it's better just to come out and be honest about it because it's more accepting to everybody
1: yeah i was like i I get friends who tell me like you know i don't want to tell you like it might hurt your feelings i said it takes a lot to hurt my feelings and it's maybe <laughs>
0: something i can improve on
1: yeah i was like i was like i would actually love to hear what i'm like maybe I, can i cuss on this a little bit yeah
0: you just I was go like, on ahead maybe
1: i am being a little bit of a bitch you're like but <laughs> tell me so like
0: she goes a little
1: bit i was like can i cuss Um uh, fuck,
0: fuckity fuck, fuck 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 anyways
1: my best friend we've been friends for 10 years now mm-hmm. we were friends in middle school and high school she's a, she was a grade above me and we graduated I love her. Okay. Um, still friends today, you know, being adults. And uh, we are both very much very honest people. And so we'll be out in public and she'll turn around and she's like, You're being a bitch and I was like, You're right, I am being a bitch, I'm hungry and she's like, Let's go get food I'm like, Yeah <laughs> And it's just that that be commie- or every once in a while like we'll you know, we'll start arguing and then we'll just sit back and like not talk to each other. And then I'll turn around and be like, I love you and I hate you And uh, it's like you're being a bitch. Right. She's like, it's okay she's you know like that kind of stuff if you match well with the good people you just be like you know i'll tell her too i'll be like shut up and i was like go take go sit in the shower for right. an hour yeah, and yeah. i was like get out of here i'm gonna lock you in the bathroom she's like okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know like you know if you find the right people who mesh well with you like
0: because they know the difference between sarcasm and being yeah like genuinely helpful and you're just being funny
1: yeah when i did like when i tell her i'll be like you're not gonna like that i'm gonna tell you this but i'm gonna tell you this and she does the same thing and i go yeah you're right like fine yeah you're right and so that's the kind of dynamic i always appreciate and even if i don't take it well at the beginning i usually just go like okay
0: good yeah let me
1: sit with this (laughs) Because there's some
0: people that don't comprehend it the right way right away
1: they think it's in a personal attack like i'm just trying to bring you down you're
0: coming at me super strong it's like no i just didn't know any other way to come at you either because i tried and obviously it didn't come across yeah super it just didn't come across
1: yeah and I do that with the cafe a lot too When like when we do stuff I'm like you know we're after an event I'm like what do you think we could have done better what could have I done better what's working well on my side of communication
0: what appeals what, to what the do audience you, yeah
1: what do you need from me and able you know to make sure that a b and c happens I mean that's all constant communication that I always try to push with the cafe and the members is um you know working with them to just go forward and be like hey what do you need how are you feeling like do you have ideas and you know we kind of just go from there but i always go what do you need from me what what can i do to make sure the things you want are going to be delivered and you know that and then we start working on compromise because i'm only one person but i go okay well here's what i can do to make sure a b and c happens but you can meet me in the middle and go you know this is what we can do and so it's it's just feedback and communication and a nice little healthy circle i think is okay. super super important
0: so a question with that since we've got into the cafe now you it's a group collaboration. You guys are all together, yep. but I kind of see you as a leader. Is this true? Yeah. So oh. most
1: most cafes have a head maid.
0: Okay. So
1: we were out. A couple of the cafe members and I went out to Saboton in Arizona last weekend. Yeah. And which is where I got my plague from. Um. And we I was working with the cafe director out in Arizona, and I was helping him over the weekend. Um. And he does it for Sabatin and Sabaku. He's a good friend of mine. He's he's amazing. And I was helping. And so I got to work with different kinds of the cafes. And they all have a, a headmaid and then the second headmaid. And then, you know, everyone's at equal. But, like, as my job as a headmaid, it's not like I'm a dictator. It's like if there's an issue, um, you know, when contracts come into play, I sign the contracts. I set up the kind of deal. I kind of get everything planned out.
0: And you um, you'll present it to the yeah, other Yeah, I go,
1: how does this sound like? what do you want me to tweak, you know, you know, throw ideas at me. There's sometimes where I go, what do you want to do? Because uh, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah. it's a, you know, it's no, absolutely no dictatorship. I, I'm only one person. Yeah. So even if I wanted to do it, I don't think I have the energy to do it. Yeah. But um, it's mostly like, I guess, kind of legality and kind of direction. Um, so like a lot of the younger members call me mom. Okay. So they're like, mom, you know, we need help. We need, you know this and that and the other. So it's not necessarily like I'm here to tell you what to do. It's uh, more of a let me guide you. I've been here for a long time. I kind of know the skills and ropes and stuff all stuff. Stuff to help stuff. out with the situations. Yeah.
0: And, I, and I see it too because I, I love it on your Instagram post. It says Cosplay Mom. And, and it's 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 true because you do help mm. out other people that are barely entering into the uh, cosplay scene or mm. don't know anything because I'm pretty sure you uh, hel- uh, new maids want to come in. You have to kind of coach them and yes. get them going because i'm pretty sure it's a big kind of deal it's not just like come in and like, like let's hey
1: come chill and, and let's start
0: doing something I because you, you guys do dances you guys do uh you guys do a bunch of stuff in those uh, made cafes so it, it it's a big it's a big effort it's just not let's have a, a group
1: yeah there's a lot of stuff that goes on with cafes that the public never sees
0: and you want to explain some work explain some
1: god I have so many color-coded folders <laughs> Oh jeez! I'm, I'm very um, not not to take away I am like actually OCD okay so I like things in place and so all my belongings and all the cafe members know how neurotic I am is <laughs> that I like things in folders and things are color-coded and there's forms and you know I, things that are organized make me less neurotic um, so when it comes to planning events, so for example, we have the um, Halloween party coming up okay. in October, at the end of October. And one of the maids and I um, went out and we you know, we did a bunch of research with the venues. I kept a whole booklet of venues and the pricings and we kind of went through down that line. We kind of scratched them off as we went and we kind of found ones that we wanted. We settled on the UNM one because it was cheaper and a little bit more convenient. Um, and then we went to, because we had to get the catering through UNM. Okay. Yeah. Know,
0: their kitchen and all yeah. the area. And,
1: and it's actually a lot cheaper than it would have been if we did it ourselves anyway. And th- they take care of it, so I don't have to worry about cooking or cleaning there or you go, yeah. any of that. Um, but, you know, we set up a whole list, and I had a color-coded price list. And we kind of went down the line as we ordered it. Um So there's a lot of lists involved with that. And then I separate, what I always like to do is be like, here are, you know, for the Halloween event, we said, you know, we need games, we need prize bags, someone to get together the costume contest and social media. Okay. And I broke it up into four teams. And I said, grab which one you want to help with and that you'll follow through with. Yeah. And each of the members went, oh, I'm really good at putting together prize bags, or I'm really good at putting together rules, or I'm really good at making cute artwork, and you know, everybody, like, puts their skills to use. To contribute. Yeah, and so we're separated into little groups for the mean being, and then we all come back together. Like, every week we'll be like, can I have some updates? Like, let me see what's going on. Here's my updates for you in terms of the big stuff, like the venue and the food and yada, yada, yada. pricing yada. and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Like, let you know that nothing changed. Like, pricing's all the same. This is what we're doing. Even if nothing changes, I still go, nothing's changed. Okay. Everybody knows that nothing's changed. Um, but there's a... You know when we did Sabako, too, there was whole I had a dance list, I had so many dance lists, and the dance lists were color coded and lined up, and we kind of changed those as Sabaku Con went. Um, and you know we had a whole list, I had a schedule, everything. all oh, the boxes were color coded. So yeah, yeah. Like it's all very organized, but you know like the reason that I do the organization stuff is because when we get to events, it's a little less chaotic to unpack everything oh, and I then put imagine. it together yeah. instead of me going like oh my god so. You know, when we were packing it for Sabakucon, Khan, like after the sessions i was like that's not the box it goes oh in. no we like does it matter i'm no. like yes it matters because, because we, when yeah. i store it what it's if not something else doesn't fit in there what if i forget that box and there was the last tablecloth in that box but i didn't need this box for the other event i'm like you don't understand there's a like there's a process to the madness i promise you but there's a lot of stuff that goes on in terms of planning um that i feel like a lot of make gapies don't get credit for it's mm-hmm. a lot it's, it, a it's a lot as a head made.
0: it's a lot it is a lot it's a lot i could imagine because just like getting the venue uh, organizing the food or even organizing the events that are going to be inside of the maid cafe is just so much like you have to fill a certain amount of hours throughout the day mm-hmm. on activities like
1: and you're going
0: yeah you have to keep them you have to keep them entertained you have to keep them coming back you want to have this enlightening Time at your cafe,
1: absolutely, and
0: that's a lot of work because you can you can throw something together, but you would see.
1: It's easy to see, you know, the
0: difference between effort and laziness. Yes, absolutely, you can totally see it, and I I can commend you for it because you guys do a good job. Like I, I always love to go see your guys' setup, see what you guys are doing because it, it gets better. it gets better so I can't wait to see all that
1: feedback yeah
0: whatever keeps coming it's just going to keep growing that's how I see it well
1: at SabakuCon one of the butlers came up to me and he's like you know I kind of noticed like how important it is to have two people at a table and like you know because we there was two tables that only had one and we were talking about that I said you know what you're right like maybe next year we can kind of plan out our tables a little better we can have some floaters you know and like we talked about that and he goes, I don't want to, I don't want to step on your toes because you like,
0: you yeah.
1: to the You the run ta- this. The, well, the table scheduling. And I said, no. And he said, this, that's fine. Now we know. And yeah. now I, and I said, I realized it too. Like two people at a table is a lot more helpful. So I said, no, we can change it next year. Like and now we know.
0: Exactly. Because you always see it. I always see it as like a tunnel vision. You will never see the outside perspective unless somebody helps you with it. Or
1: unless you go through the little tunnel. There yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 Because yeah,
0: yeah. you always get lost a lot in, mm-hmm. in planning big things.
1: Yeah. And a very detail-oriented person, so, you know, I want to, like, sit on details and make sure everything is turned the right way. So, you know, it's it's nice when somebody can, like, pull me back and be like, look at this big elephant in the room who has its leg twisted. You might want to fix that. that and I go, yeah. oh, you're right. I look told, at that. Yeah,
0: I've been back and forth. I totally didn't even notice.
1: I'm frazzled. Thank you for telling <laughs> me about my crippled elephant. I will fix it. And,
0: and it's funny to think about just those little details that
1: just well, the one little thing. Details make a difference. I mean, there's there's little details with, um, even just when you walk through the door. So I've been in this community for god (laughs) freaking forever, and I've been through a lot. So I and I've been a lot of cafes, and I've been to a lot of them. So I know the like how important details can be, and hospitality, and how those can really make an impact on your group in general and the experience in general. And for a cafe, like the whole goal is to create a good experience and a, and a fun, no judgment free experience, you know, and that's the goal. So putting little details and putting effort into the little details makes actually a huge difference and kind of tips the scale on experience. Okay. Um, So... You know, like little things where, you know, people come in and we bow and say hello and guide them to their seats or when we make them sing to their food (laughs) are little things that are so embarrassing. But I think it's hilarious when I see like grown ass men cosplaying and they're doing the... The moe moe to their... Or they're
0: blushing while they're doing it. They're like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And I'm that. like,
1: dude, I'm not judging you because I'm doing it
0: too. <laughs> and
1: I have pantyhose on. Look and at the like, guy
0: next to you. You yeah, don't even worry. like,
1: look, and I'm like, your cake tastes better. And, you know, everyone, like, gets really flustered. But after that, they just laugh it off. They think it's funny. Or, you know, we'll play games and, like, I get really into the games or one of the butlers we have gets really into the games and he'll like shout. He'll be like,
0: yeah. <laughs> and everyone
1: will turn around. He's like, yeah.
0: Oh and... yeah. To get the crowd going.
1: Yeah. Like it's just so, so funny. Or like, you know, one our butler, one of our butlers will go around when we're dancing and stuff and he'll just like make these funny faces and like play with people in the audience. And like he, and it's not correct to the dance technically, but it's having fun and kind of realizing like, this is your safe spot. You're allowed to have fun and be a nerd. Like, you can't out nerd us we're wearing petticoats and yeah, well, glitter on our faces we're, and we're singing moe moe Q" at you so we're
0: we're the comfort zone
1: yeah i'm like try to help eat me i yeah. was like i guarantee i could beat you on the wii but i'm like do you see me
0: yeah exactly and so. that that's weird to think about too is uh the way people would interact with other people depending on the situation so obviously outside of your cafe they might feel a little more like Nervous or just Mm -hmm. don't feel like, oh, I don't feel comfortable at all coming, doing a dance sequence or something. But if you go to your cafe with 10 to 15 people that all have the same idea of what's going to happen at the cafe. then they're all going to do they're it. They're
1: all hyped for the Idol Girls. Oh, hi, hi, hi.
0: <laughs> yeah, instead of freaking out because like, oh no, the person in the corner is looking at me. No, the person in the corner is dancing with you.
1: <laughs> She's dabbing in the back. Like, <laughs> look, yeah. look, there she goes. Well, they, they it was so funny too cuz we, you know, people get randomly chosen. They like obviously sit with your groups who want you to sit with like your friends who experience it together. But we put people different in the groups and um and we we mesh people who you know, the more I talk to them, they'll overhear it and go like, oh, I like that too. And I'm like, good, while well, I go get your tea, talk. Yeah. And then they start talking. Socialize. Yeah, I'm like, make friends. And and uh, at these, uh this group of three people and one of the guys, he was playing, um, he was doing a guitar at SabakuCon and he was doing a performance. And he had this like big, oh, huge bow Oh, okay, I remember. Oh, he was so so nice. He was so nice. And we were sitting there and I think he was... Um, with some a couple other people and the lady sitting next to him, she's like, "You're so cute," and I'm like, "No, yeah are cute." And <laughs> we, she, we were just like crying over each other, and he was telling me that he was gonna perform, and I was like, "No, that's really cool." I was, he was showing me videos and pictures. I'm like, "That's really cool." Like if I can't come to it because I, you know, I said my schedule with working is Pretty
0: crazy intense, yeah. uh, during
1: the weekend. He said, "Come back and show me," and when we had the nighttime lounge on Saturday. Sure enough, they all came back, and they're like, where's the blue maid? Where's the blue maid? And he's like, look, and he <laughs> showed you the show performance. You. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, like, dude, yay. So, and yeah, so and to get ha-
0: him excited, too.
1: Mm-hmm. And it, I, oh, it made me so happy that he came back and wanted to show me that. And he did such a good job. Oh, yeah, my gosh. He I did remember. such a good he job. He did it during
0: the masquerade, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He did
1: such a good job. But they all came back, and they're like, we wanted to show you. And I'm like, oh, thank you so and much. And it's
0: that little connection now.
1: Now I'm like, now you have to come visit me all the time no, at yeah, Sabaku Khan. And, and
0: they'll see you, like, even if they do see you in between tsubaku yeah. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, I remember. You're so nice. You actually took the time to be an interest in my skill or interest in something that I like. So you'll be that person that they always see that in yeah. you.
1: and be like, come give me a hug. Or, How's it going, buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: That's so cool. It's always so cool to think about. Just being a nice and humble person really does go a long way.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I've been in the community for ten years, and uh, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I could
0: imagine. I haven't been as in here as long as you have. Oh. But I mean, uh, well, I don't even know. I've probably been in this community probably about five years. I was
1: like, now you got to think. You're like, well, when did I start? Yeah, I started ten years ago.
0: Yeah. See, and it's just it's it's even weirder to think about what it was before I came because oh, like. God, there was, there was a, I've, so much that I've heard that there's always been controversy between people and like different, I don't get how it works. Like we all go to the same place to do the same thing, but yet they're still in the back of somebody's head. Like, oh, look, there's that person there. Like, yeah. I, I don't get how that works in our community. Uh,
1: oh my God. Uh Well, uh, I, I drama. got, I was like, oh, well,
0: here we go. Here's
1: the tea. I have the spill. Right. No. um <laughs> But you know, I was in the community. When I was really, really young, okay. I was like 10, 11 years old at the time, um, and I went all throughout middle school and high school and now adulthood doing the hobby. And so, you know, middle school, menta- middle school me, high school me, and adult me have very different mentalities and how we see things. The
0: three and, personalities. Yeah. yeah, and it's
1: really weird to like sit back and reflect. So, like, in middle school, when I first started, I was just like, oh, my God, people like anime, too. People want to do this. Look at the maid cafe. I think my first convention was Las Cruces Anime Day. Oh, nice. So there was the cafe there. Which is
0: no, really not there anymore sad face go ahead i was like sad face it is i just had to throw that out there if, if anybody listening come on ripperoni <laughs>
1: i was like ripperoni Lost year's <laughs> anime day um but you know it was really cool this you know we went with friends and uh, you know it was just a really cool experience and then i went to albuquerque comic expo which ripperoni uh, ace is no longer here anymore but <laughs> what do you got to do um and then Otaku Mex which again, Ripperoni, is no longer what here.
0: What is, I know, right? <laughs> There's like a trend. What happened to the classics? <laughs> There's
1: like a trend. Um, and, you know, that's why I started making friends. Like some of my first friends were in the Maid Cafe and Las Cruces Anime Day. And I was like, these people want to be my friends. They're so nice. They're so pretty. Oh, my goodness. And I think I've always just, when I was in middle school, I watched the drama and I didn't understand it. But I was, like, with people where, like, I would somehow be right next to it, if that makes any sense.
0: So it's not like you were – I'm not saying you were on a side. But, but I was
1: just, like <sighs>
0: – uh, And you're, I was so
1: no- young and naive that I took a side that I was biased towards. Uh, Does that make sense? Okay. So I'd be, like, oh, it involved my friend. Oh, no, you're totally right, girl. Like, yeah, But 14-year-old me – didn't know any and better. You want
0: to rep your friends. Yeah. yeah. And
1: I valued friends who, you know, I didn't know very many people who liked the same things as I did and you know, looking back on that, that's dumb. Um high school me, actually I took a break for 2 years in from the whole thing. I like nobody saw me for 2 years. Oh,
0: okay. Because
1: I got so fed up with the drama cuz I think I hit a peak, I think it was my sophomore year where I was like I genuinely just want to go and have fun. I just want to have fun like and Every time I went to a convention, she's glaring at her. He's mad. She's blah, 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 blah. She's saying this. They made a Facebook post, blah, 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 And I got so overwhelmed. And then people were talking bad about me. And I'm like, I didn't even have an Instagram at the time. Like, that's how old I am. I didn't even have an Instagram. I think I got an Instagram, like, at the end of my junior year in high okay. school. Um, so it was all Facebook-driven. And I'm like, I just want to have, you know, we didn't have Snapchat, Instagram to put all those petty posts up it was just yeah. facebook and deviantart i had okay. so people were like she said this she said blah blah blah, blah. and people were like spreading stuff about me so people started being rude to me and um i was like um deuces um outy not having this yeah i'm not having this and um i had a bad interaction with um an artist and that's when i just kind of dropped like okay. that was kind of like the last final straw and I went, you know, I need to focus on school, I need to focus on taking care of myself, and this isn't fun anymore, so why would I continue to do it? And took two, two years, so at the end of my senior year, I came back after getting straight A's hmm. in, the, in school, graduating straight A's. There you go. Um, but the only reason I came back is actually one of the butlers in the cafe, his name's Aaron, and I hope he watches this. He is the sweetest boy in the entire world, and I love him very much. Um, he messaged me, and we talked, you know, we followed each other on Instagram, and, you know, I still kept in contact with cosplayers when I was taking my break, but he messaged me, and he goes, you know, we're having a panel at KanjiCon, and I was wondering, like, if you're going, I would really like to, like, see you and have more guests, and I remember looking at my boyfriend, and I was like, I haven't been to a convention in a while, I was showing him that, and he's like, well, like, you took a break, he's like, you know, like, let's just go for one day, like, we'll go hang out. We'll go get some merch and go to your panel. And he goes, maybe you need to get out. Like, yeah. maybe you need to go do that a little bit. So I put together a costume, and I went as Harley Quinn at an anime convention. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I went, and I saw his panel, and he was so sweet to me. Like, we didn't really hang out in person, but he had acted like we like were friends For forever. For the fir-
0: very first time. Yeah, yeah, he was
1: so nice. And he's like, uh, he was giving me hugs. He's like, I want to take pictures with you. And he was so sweet. And he introduced me to his friends who are all now in the cafe oh, cool. um, and I met an old friend uh, and I reconnected with my one of my best friends now who is the second headmate in the cafe and we hung out we did the panel watched the masquerade and we were leaving and we were driving home and we, I looked at my boyfriend and I was like that's kind of nice like maybe something changed like the two years I was out of it and I said this is kind of nice and so I'm like maybe I'll start like
0: going back mm-hmm
1: and then here we are. Like, nice. and then I started like getting back, but I took a little break, and there's nothing wrong with taking a small little break. Yeah. I still did craft stuff, but I didn't, you know, go to conventions. Yeah. I didn't put my, like, you know, put myself up on social media with cosplays or anything like that. Um... And I think that's what a lot of people have a hard time with now because it's all social media driven, like with Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook.
0: Well, okay, that it's so bad now.
1: Oh, it's so bad. Like, okay. I, can, I can't imagine being 14 years old right now trying to cosplay. See, cause, oh, I can't.
0: I okay, this is kind of concerning to me, and maybe you can help me with this situation, is like, where is the difference between cosplay and just dressing up in lingerie? That's one thing I see ah. really bad now on Instagram. I'm just gonna throw this term out, hopefully I get coined and you guys I, I made this up. I hate seeing Instagram whores. Literally.
1: <laughs> That's just like they're like, I'm a cosplay model, but it's all just naked shots. It's yeah.
0: Like, or like it's the worst thing ever where it's like, um, here is a shot of me as playing a cosplay, but there's even more um uh, like their Patreon tiers. Yeah. Like if you uh you can see this on Instagram, which they they have Guess or I'm, like
1: my secret Instagram or like,
0: yeah, or the private Instagram or like, look at you can go up to tier 55 on my Patreon. you like,
1: this isn't Super Mario. I don't get how
0: it works though. It's like, why does that accommodate more to like cosplay modeling now than I what don't. it, because I, 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 again, most of the, I see a lot of people now that post more sex driven cosplay mm-hmm. than any craft make it cosplay
1: yeah and, and it's
0: popular which makes me is. mad
1: it is so one of the things is I think with the more that internet's been coming into play sex has always been something that sells so if you look at a lot of like outside of cosplay like if you look at a lot of commercials for skittles Anything. or coke I, yeah. or cars it's all sexualized like sex sells um for the girls who do it um I honestly don't have a problem with it. there's some of them where I'm like power to you girl you look hot hell yeah. I follow some of them. I don't pay for any (laughs) Patreons. I am broke. (laughs) Um, Plus, I, you know, have, you know, hobbies that I my money towards. Um, But I, I I don't get that either. And it makes me sound old, too, when I'm trying to talk to my younger friends, where I'm like, how do you sign up for a Patreon? What is this, coffee? And I'm like, you buy someone a coffee? And I don't get it. And they're like, no, it's like a donation thing, blah, 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 blah. And like I, I guess like everyone's, you know. You know you do what you want with your money, like yeah, fine by me. But I don't, I don't know. There's it's like there's so a weird. there's like a fine line, but like where you're like, and I don't want to cross that th- like the thin line of where you start to slut shame, and then when you're like you know. But when I was younger and I started, I still have a cosplay page on Facebook that. Um, she has not gotten attention in a couple of years. Oops. But I remember when, like, you know, it wasn't when inst- when Instagram, Snapchat, and everything wasn't a thing. We used Facebook and DeviantArt to set up yeah. cosplayer profiles. And they were all about the cosplayers who got um, all these likes on Facebook had beautiful craftsmanship or, like, you know, they were known for craftsmanship or their makeup or their wigs. Like, there was always, like, a prominent feature. Yeah. And slowly it became into, like, nude shots and nude shots and nude shots and then that's when i started on following people because i'm like i want to see like cool armor and i want to learn from people's tutorial because you know a lot of the cosplayers i followed would put up tutorials of like how to make armor the armor from this costume that i really liked that they did or a wig and like that's what i wanted to see and people stopped doing it um and you know like if people get money off of it, and they're comfortable with themselves and want to do the coffee. Is it called coffee?
0: I have no idea. Coffee? Coffee? I'm still trying to comprehend people's Amazon wish lists. Like... (laughs) I d- that's
1: so weird to me that's so weird to me like okay
0: if i really were to put a wish list on amazon is somebody really gonna buy something from there yes. for me
1: yes if you're like super hot yes that's okay that's weird to me no like i'm like i cry when my friends like buy me a cute pair of avocado socks from walmart because yeah. they thought of me like yeah. i can't imagine putting up a wish list and being like random strangers who follow my page all five thousand of you please support my wish list. And I'm like, that's weird. And it, I'm like, ah.
0: it is weird. I'm
1: like, just go get it yourself.
0: <laughs> or, or then. <that, laughs> yeah. Cause, uh, oh, I, I don't know, but, um, that in itself makes me upset because it promotes more of, I don't want to say like, I don't want to bring the slut shaming in, but it does like, if you have an Amazon wish list of nothing but underwear, And you have people buying that for you. That's weird. That's because they want you. They want to see you You in in that. Yeah.
1: Promoting the cycle.
0: Exactly. You're promoting yourself as more of a fashion model of that point or something different. And my problem, or it's not really my problem. I just see it as like funny is because why is it? Why is it concave to one kind of thing? Like, Mm -hmm. I am a cosplay model. I've been doing modeling for so long. But yet the last five posts on your Instagram were... Like, you in a Pokemon underwear suit or you in, <laughs> in the, something yeah, 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 super yeah, yeah. simple that does not count as cosplay. I would personally not count it as cosplay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just because you have Pikachu on your underwear does not make you Pikachu. Yeah.
1: You can get that a hot topic. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, that's a hot topic. Well, it's so part of the thing, as I actually saw a post, ironically, today, because I'm in that cosplay society thing. That, okay. Which, And someone posted, like... Uh, what's your biggest cosplay pet peeves? And someone was talking about, like, the difference between, you know, casual cosplays and this. And I didn't really, again, filter where my big mouth comes in. I didn't write anything. But. um, You
0: thought. (laughs) But I was like,
1: Um, because, you know, one of the people on there was like, you know, you can, you know, you can put X amount of money every week and there's no excuse to not get supplies. But I was like, everyone has a different style. like, or, or some people, you know, I said, you can't. There's some people where you want to make cool armor, but you don't know how to. But you don't want to waste all the money and then fuck it all up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, someone was like, well, what if I went to the store and I bought suspender shorts and a tank top and cosplay 50? Like, would that count? And he goes, well, you actually put work into it. And I said, but, like, who justifies, like, you know.
0: What the costume is. Who
1: justifies the work of it? You know what I mean? Because I said. When I was really young, um, I would I would do that. Like I would take the most simple costumes I could and like go buy it at Goodwill, like a pretty white dress and then a wig. Yeah. But for me, it wasn't about like the costuming. I just wanted to go have fun. Um, and I feel like when people like, you know, especially with younger kids, I, I see it a lot in the cosplay community who do very simple things or put things together. Um, and that's okay. Like that, I I did it so much as long as you have a drive as long as it's for yourself like if it's for yourself and for you to have fun and you're comfortable and you're having fun with it then that's all it needs to be um well the part of the thing is like so i this might come up is when i was at Sabaton, i cosplayed yoko okay. from Lagan, yeah. so like it's a little everything was everywhere
0: it's a revealing
1: but i was like it was a little everywhere but it took me like eight years to get comfortable with my body to do that and it wasn't i didn't want to do it because of her sex appeal i genuinely liked the character and i wanted to make her good see that's the big difference i liked her character a lot she's a little trolly little bastard and i liked her weapon and like that was something when i was i remember when i was younger i'm like my parents are never gonna let me cosplay this But I'm like, maybe when I'm older and I want to push, I really love making props. So I'm like, this is going to be awesome to make a gun as big as I am. Like, I want to see what I can do with it. The
0: ideas and just the the outcome of it.
1: putting little details on the costume that made me happy. And, you know, like, I really like making the little hair pieces and stuff like that. And I felt awesome. I felt really good when I was walking around. I thought I looked, like, fine as hell. Mm. But it wasn't because I'm like, I want people to look at me and take, like, lewd pictures of me. I'm like... Cause half the time I'm like, can I get my gun in the photo? Yeah, like,
0: I want my work the on the gun yeah. on the
1: photo. Cause one of the photographers was like, can you put it to the side? I'm like, ah, okay. Uh, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, he goes, I just want some of like the costume, costume. I'm like, sure, sure, I got that. Cause and he only took like five, and then the, like the rest of the fifty were with the gun. Yeah. And we did some really cool poses with them, but I was like, but my baby, like, yeah. I want to, I want to my baby and I,
0: I love that aspect of you describing the the uh coming from it you're just like i had no ambition to make it a sex appeal
1: no and the ambition was like to like t- for revealing costumes for me it's not to get the attention it's to be comfortable with myself enough to do that that's a huge thing for me to be able to be comfortable with myself to go like you know what i'm gonna cosplay yoko or i'm gonna you know the wedding version of Sonico? yeah I want to do that so bad and it's not for anybody else i'm like i want to be that level of confident in myself and my presence that i just don't care and i can walk out and be like i know i'd look good i made this all myself look at the lining; it lights up you know like things like that where i'm like look at the craftsmanship look at all the you know the poofy little things i made okay it's not to be like oh my gosh like please ogle on my body right it's like i spent a lot of time
0: on making this like i
1: spent a lot of time making this thing like God,
0: that I, I see what you're saying. Because I mean, you you want people to appreciate the costume that you yeah. made. You really want to. Because I mean, see, that's where I'm kind of like sh- in a hard place. Is I don't know um, if somebody does do the sex appeal when they're cosplaying. How hard they do try for it. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just being a little judgmental, and I'm just like, you know, oh great, you're just in Instagram whoring or whatever. I. I'm not being as, I should, I should do more research on why, but again, seeing certain profiles, you can tell the difference of what is appealing in craftsmanship and what is appealing in sex appeal. Mm -hmm. Like, and
1: and then there's people who balance it. Well, and I, and I understand like a lot of the girls who do it that I follow that I'm like, yeah, girl is, you know, that, that may be their same mentality is, um, you know, I want to be confident in my body. So I am doing these things to build my confidence. Or, you know, I'm selling these things, you know, and then they realize they can sell it. And, girl, whatever works for you, you do you. As long as you're happy, you're healthy, and it's not hurting anybody, then, pfft, you,
0: you do know, it, yeah. you
1: do you. And I have friends, too, who will wear, um, both male and female, who will wear, like, you know, kind of risque photos Pretty or, or like, stuff. And I'm like, yes, bitch, you look so
0: good. You're playing. Yeah. Or
1: it's not even that where I'm like, your titties look so good. Yeah, and right. they go, it doesn't even have to be a revealing costume where I'm like, you look like a snack. I love you. Because <laughs> um, we had a, one of my friends was wearing Sailor Moon at Sabotin, And it's not a revealing costume at all. She actually, we did the musical version. So they're all like bulked and glitzed okay, out. yeah. So there's really not a whole lot. But I'm like, you look like a five course meal. <laughs> I love you. I'm you're asking sexy. for seconds. i I'm like, you're sexy. She's like, ah. but you know, like, I think those are little pushes of encouragement like i always try to do that with um friends is to push like like a positive encouragement because um, it's, it's hard to get into a character get out of your comfort zone or like be okay with people taking pictures of you yeah and you know being okay with yourself so when my you know friends do photo shoots i'm always in the back i'm like they look
0: great! Oh right,
1: yeah! Right here, yeah. You, you got you're this. You're like
0: dabs for Jesus. I yeah, love you. You got this. Yeah, like you don't want them to feel like you know they're put in a spot where they're just not having fun yeah. or it's pressure on them. And
1: the best pictures come when I dab in the background. Yeah, you so I'm <laughs> like, the best pictures come when I dab. So
0: you're like, that was a good picture. Yeah, because I was dabbing. <laughs> I don't was, you remember that? I was that?
1: Lightning in, in the background. I'm like, what can I say? You
0: remembered that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, it's a balance. At the end of the day, for me you do you you do you like I said at the end of the day for me I you do whatever you want to do if you can make money off of it great girl go get yourself a you know Chipotle burrito with that Um, as long as you're not hurting anybody else you're not exploiting anybody else without consent and you are happy and healthy with yourself and what you're doing then that's all you can ask for Um, being happy and content with yourself is a lot to ask and so if somebody finds an outlet to do that and can make money means, off yeah, of it, then it. you do you. I was like, for both girls and guys and everything else in between, Like, you can find a way that makes you feel good and make, keeps you happy and healthy, then pfft, you do you.
0: You hear that BB-8, we're putting you in a Speedo.
1: I'm like, Yeah, you hear that? You're going in a bikini. <laughs> You're going
0: to make me some money with that beautiful <laughs> body.
1: We're just rolling around. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, it, as long as my biggest thing is be happy with yourself. Don't hurt anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt anybody else in terms of emotions or physically or anything like that. You know what I mean? Because there's been a lot of controversy in the cosplay community uh, with uh, physical consent.
0: Oh, well, that's another problem in itself too. Is just like, hey, I don't want to be touched. Why are you touching me?
1: Oh, I hate being touched.
0: That's that's just if, if it's I, not acceptable, then it's not acceptable.
1: If I don't know somebody or like. Put it this way, if I don't know somebody's name, I don't want you touching me. Okay. <laughs> and I had, like, this huge scare. Um, and no offense to the people who are furries, but furries, like, make me want to cry. Because when I was, like, 12 at Comic-Con, one of them came up and picked me up without like, from behind without yeah. me knowing and, like, scarred me. <laughs> and, like, I joke, but I don't joke. Like, I no, just no. freak me the out. And the, then Those I,
0: are d- hell-spawn <laughs> demons! I was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We're like, oh, my God. But, you know, I'm always... Things that make me really happy is, like, years ago... I think you might remember when I did Ruby at Sabaku SabakuCon with the big site. Oh, okay. Some girls wanted to take some pictures with me. So we were, like, doing rounds. They were taking pictures. And one girl was like, can I put my arm, like, around, like, right here? Are you okay with that? And I was like, oh, yes. What? And I said, yes. Because I didn't know her name. But the fact that she was polite and she was respecting my space, I was like i said you're a good heart yes. yes i said i do not mind at all it's the people i've had guys who will like come to take a picture of me and will grab my waist and go huh, and like do that i've had people try to pick me up i've had people try to like take my props for me and those are or i've had people like who's Some, like can i put my face near your boobs or like that. weird
0: ogles they're like yeah
1: can i get an underskirt shot i'm like <laughs> no like
0: you heard it here folks
1: yeah I'm like can i get like <laughs> this low and get a panty shot I'm like no
0: uh, what is yeah that's just see that's
1: that's bad see that's... that's
0: the people that feed the the instagram whores
1: and and for all you know i could be 13 uh, i'm just very well endowed for a 13 See, year that's old. the
0: sad part too is like ah uh, the the cost the con community is so like It's a loving and amazing community because of how many people are together. Mm -hmm. But there is that aspect of not knowing of certain ages and stuff. Ages
1: and comfort zones. Yes,
0: exactly. Because you never know if somebody is cosplaying at the age of 14 or 15. Does not want to be approached by a 40-year-old man ogling them just because they have a nice you Especially
1: know. fourteen year olds now because I certainly do not did not look like the fourteen They year look old. older than I do. <laughs> they look they look so I have a friend who she's fourteen. She's a gorgeous human being and our friend put a picture like a selfie we took together and they're like, which one do you think is the oldest? Everybody thought that she was the oldest and I'm like, I'm in my twenties yeah. I'm like she is like, seven years younger than me. And I was like, great. And I was like, I look like a child. I and realize this. It's,
0: and it's it's not a bad thing. It's just knowing. Yeah. Being able to know and differ, differentiate from the, the situation. Because, I mean, if you go into the cosplay community or to a con, and your whole intention is just to go ogle women, yeah, it's going to be a bad time. It's
1: going to be a real bad time. Because especially most... nowadays, it's going to be a real bad time. It
0: is. especially Because uh, when I remember joining the first time the community, it was still it's still growing I mean mm-hmm. there wasn't as much it was more still nerd oriented where it was like hey a bunch of the 18 15 little kids are still coming out to come play but now we see more of like ah oh, just like even people that were considered uh, I don't know jocks or like you know perhaps uh, everybody, everybody that you didn't expect to be a nerd is now at a comic con
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that just like it's not troubling it's just you you just don't know it makes it
1: harder to decipher <laughs> things now it makes it harder to know where you step and you know stuff like that which
0: and is kind of acceptable i mean i i see it as like hey we're all we all like the same thing it's about time we started getting together you know,
1: like- Fuji. I remember yeah.
0: back in middle school, I talked about Pokemon. I was the loser. Now I'm in that con. Look at all these guys have, that are about Pokemon. I the
1: rare Yu-Gi-Oh card and someone threw it in the trash. Now look at me. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the cool kid now because
0: I still have my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. It's so weird how we transition from being more culturally accepting, mm-hmm. but yet we're still moving backwards with like uh, categorizing with gender or like just throwing shaming for anything just your religious beliefs your political your astrological anything mm-hmm. it's, it's just weird how we accept but yet we don't accept at the same time yeah we grow in a very weird we're weird humans we're weird we creatures develop
1: very odd and you know like my whole thing especially like now is i go to conventions and do these things to just genuinely and i say that with confidence just genuinely have fun like i and i <laughs> If I, you know, hear drama or this and that, I'm like, whatever. Goodbye. <laughs> <So you laughs> I'm, I'm going to go eat some pizza in my hotel room. So you Goodbye. try to
0: stray away from it.
1: Oh, I, I and, and, or I shut it down. Okay. I, I've straight up like people, i tried starting stuff and I will go, stop. <laughs> yeah. Not cool. Back away. Get back in your spot. No.
0: That's not cool. Yeah.
1: Where I go, back up. You need to get away. Like, I, I have no problem turning someone around and. Kicking them back in the <laughs> spot, like. But again, it's knowing when it's appropriate and when it's your spot to do that. Um,
0: Everybody wants a fight. It's just when you want to fight.
1: Yeah, and there, there's sometimes that it's better just to go like, okay, you're right, or whatever you're and then just walk yeah, away yeah. and then there's sometimes where you go let me educate you a little bit
0: yeah um, you're yelling at me for this but you don't even know what it is
1: mm-hmm. especially with the internet internet nah. like, especially <laughs> with the internet everything gets so jumbled that I'm like I don't even care anymore
0: I don't know what I am I don't know what I am anymore
1: <laughs> they deleted this post they said this this is on the I'm like I don't care anymore
0: you, I you posted this 10 years ago and now I'm bringing it up like yeah I'm like, so I many don't many care stuff. anymore
1: I don't care anymore I'm like I just wanted to come on Facebook to look at cat videos so there you go uh, yeah that's, you know, I genuinely try to... And that's what I did with the cafe, too. I've made it very, very clear that I don't put up with that. And so um, I actually make them all sign contracts. Um, and one of the regulations or the rules I have on there is, you know, appropriate behavior, professional behavior, not only in cafe scenes, or um, but outside of cafe scenes, rocking uh, around conventions, you know, in between sessions, social media.
0: Do You want to have a... Pre- like, you want to keep your you don't want to seem like a bad person no. in or out of the cafe
1: and i know i and the people on the cafe are not bad people but i'm like don't fall into bad tendencies because of other people okay and that's what i push so i said i will drop you or i will put you on a probation if i see that you're being nasty on social media if i see that you're being you know you're saying a b and c or you're spreading comments i don't put up with that i will put you on a probation until you can get your shit together yeah um And I have no problem doing that. I said, I will have you sit at a convention if you can't get your shit together and you can't control yourself and your words and your actions. That tells me that you are not grown enough to be around people in a business. So, you know, I always have no problem putting people on probation with saying, and I haven't Never had to do that. Okay.
0: Uh, I was just about to ask that no, next question. Never, has, it, has anyone been put on probation now?
1: Never had to do that.
0: Have Okay. Any warnings? Anything close to it? Yes. Oh.
1: Yes. I've had a couple. I don't get too much into it. But I, I had a point where like some money issues got involved and just some attitude behavior. And okay. I was getting fed up with it. And it wasn't making my position any easier. And I said, I need these things. Um, what's going? And I wasn't aggressive with it. I just said, "What's going on? I need to know what's going on." Um, got super defensive, and I was like, "Okay, so you know you're doing bad because you're being defensive about it." And you know, I said, "I'll put you on a probation, or I will ask you to leave.
0: Okay, like, yeah. you
1: make your decision how you want to do this. You're not going to do anything, but either you sit and you wait it out and you figure it out, or you walk away from it." And she ended up walking away from it, which. That's fine. It kinda
0: shows you the colors, like of what what was presented from them.
1: And I didn't I didn't say you either you know, you have to quit. I said these are your choices, pick one. You need to pick one. These are the choices I'm giving you. This is your little journey. You decide what you want to do. This is your little quest. Decide what you wanna do. I'm not here to dictate you, but I'm here to give you options so you don't hurt me hurt the other people and hurt the business that we're trying to do to just keep a good feeling in the community okay i'm not putting up with that kind of thing you know what i mean yeah um i've only had to do it once and she ended up leaving because she didn't like that so, so that
0: that's that's a cool thing too is like i'm per i'm thinking is that the other maid saw this and they're like okay see we shouldn't Oh, I've never like had
1: it. problems with any of the yeah. other ones. After
0: this is just like there's no need to try. I see, because I, I mean, I don't know the whole situation, but still, I understand where like you had to present something. that's, like either A or B. You pick
1: A, B, C, or D. Which one do you want to do?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, at that point, it is your decision. I have no control of you after that, and. Mm-hmm. They did what they did.
1: Or I go, you signed a contract. These are your regulations. Here's a, here's what you've zoned your your options down to because you decided to break the regulation. Yes, yeah. And in the contract, it specifically says that when breaking these certain regulations, um, you are now putting the power in my hands to limit your decisions and give you options, and you have to figure it out, kind of thing. You know, you give me that leeway where I have to put my foot in, and that's kind of where the headmade position kind of lies. Is you're always the bad guy. And you have so, to,
0: yeah. You have to play the good cop, bad cop.
1: Yeah, and so there's sometimes where like you know, mama bear's gotta come out and you gotta be like, listen, <laughs> you're making, you're making people uncomfortable. You're being awful. What do you need? What's going on? Here, you're, you know, and uh, I try to be really open-minded. So if someone goes like, I'm really having a hard time, this and that and the other, it's nothing to do with you guys. It's blah 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 blah. I go, okay.
0: Understandable.
1: Let's. You know, let's do A, B, and C. Maybe you sit out for this next... You know, I, at that point I go, okay, let me figure out what we can sort out. But if you just like start yelling at me and blaming people and blaming everybody else but not taking ownership for your own behavior and words, that's when I stop listening. Okay. Uh, I can't stand people who don't take ownership of their words and actions, okay. especially if you're an adult. Like, you choose how you decide to react and what you decide to say. And so, you know even if it's bad and even if it was wrong take accountability for it and be like you know that was really messed yeah, up i, I said did.
0: something that i shouldn't have or and i
1: apologize like yeah. you know that was real messed up and now i know not to do that i apologize that was, you know that wasn't a healthy way to deal with the situation like little things like that that make a difference on how to deal with relationships and situations and all the kind of fun stuff but I'm yeah. we'll only going to do it once thank oh, god okay thank god
0: so that at least you know the it could happen
1: oh yeah I have no problem yeah, making so it happen I have no problem making that happen
0: she's ready to put her foot down people <laughs> awesome yeah. this has been some serious talk here let's 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 stray away and like let let let's talk let's talk what my fans want to hear how do you feel about AI do you feel Making yourself better with a computer in you, is that good or bad?
1: I've had, oh my gosh, okay, have you heard of, you know, people or parents who will take, like, um, like their embryo or an egg uh-huh. and freeze it and then mess, like, they'll pay people to mess with the chromosomes so, like, to guarantee your baby's going to have blue eyes or guarantee your kid's going to have this and that. Okay. Um, like things like that, being able to adjust your natural pattern, I don't think is okay. You don't think so? No, I mean...
0: So, uh, okay, just with that statement there, do you think that's acceptable with our foods then? For more substance to feed people, for more, like, growth, uh, say we're trying to genetically, uh, make corn so it comes more on the stock and faster. mm -hmm. So we have to do that exact process of where we take it from the symbiotic cell, the little embryo, and then just, like manipulate it and now we have corn that grows two times faster Mm -hmm. or five times bigger is that acceptable
1: well you have to i think you have to look at it like what are the there's always going to be a side effect to things so even though you get this mass population of corn what are the side effects because it is chemically produced or man produced or hand produced you know what are the side effects of that and then weighing out the pros and cons so it's hard to say unless you have you know data to compare the pros and the cons and you understand like what comes out of it? Pros and cons.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, every situation is a little bit different. So,
0: where in, in this aspect, where would the pros and cons be with uh, genetically mo- mo- genetically making a human, like changing them to come out the way you want to?
1: Um, I think there's a lot of things.
0: <sighs> like if I want my kid to have blue eyes, and you guys can do it, come on. <laughs>
1: I think that sets a bad mentality for parents. Though. Like when you start to like adjust your kids the way you want, but I... you're not loving the kid for what they are kind of thing. Does that make sense?
0: I mean, we do that all the time with our animals, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, we train them in a certain way. We, like, manipulate. We even, like, I have a blue collar on her, but she's a female. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of, like, cho- uh, choosing of what she should look like. Mm-hmm. Same thing as, like, if I wanted what my kid to look like.
1: Like, humans are a little bit more, I think, like, complex. We're the
0: same thing. I'm just kidding. Oh. I love you, girl. <laughs>
1: oh, mood. A oh, mood. <laughs> right. Humans are very... Emotionally and physically, so complex. Like the minute you start messing with any of that,
0: it's gonna change something else.
1: Yeah, I was like, I was like, I have my flashcards and my textbook. I'll show you all the horrible things that can happen with your cells when they decide to not work the way they should. But like, one little hiccup and, and things get, you know, messy. Okay. And, you know, like you can you can damage um, reproduction overall, and you know, overall in the population, you can damage. Um, You know the stop to reproduction or you can mess up chromosomes and genomes along the line Um, you know there's benefits you know if you wanted to make a kid more athletic or smart or blah 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 but you know you got to weigh the choice of you know the quality and the quantity of life Um, which medical field thing is the quality and quantity of life is what's in the situation what's more worth it is the quality of your life or the quantity of your life how much time you have or what you have Um, kind of being able to decide those things Um, I mean if there was a need for it I can see the benefit but I'm a very big believer and things happen for a reason so if my kid came out with brown eyes there's a reason my kid came out with brown eyes or like if my you know if I had a kid and they were autistic then awesome there's a reason that I was you know I had. And as long as they're healthy that's totally fine there's a reason that that happened and like that's my hippie little thing i always think i always think like little things happen for a reason and they're here to teach you things or make decisions for you that you don't necessarily realize in your life so i'm a very go with the flow like let things kind of take a natural course
0: so you're no no time soon are you putting a computer in you
1: no (laughs) no no absolutely not so
0: okay here's an example then is like different uh the way technology has advanced people's lives with, like, disabilities. Mm-hmm. How does that... How do you feel about that, then? They're genetically modifying them so that they can hear again. They can see yeah. again. So they can feel again. They're even making a glove where it actually has motion sensors. Where it actually <laughs> feels like they're touching raindrops or something again. Yeah. That's turning into a robot where it's, like, genetically modifying them.
1: Mm-hmm. I think th- I think those are cool. Like, when you're able to put, like, the the ear implants for, you know, people who are deaf or partially deaf or... You know, options for people who are missing vocal cords or they like... Talk boxes yeah, and yeah. stuff. Those are things that I don't think they're necessarily... They're not genetically modified. They're just a, a physical modification. Just kind of how, like, tattoos are. Like, if, if an amputee had a leg, like, you know, if someone had an amp- uh, amputated leg and then they got a prosthetic, that's not a genetic ma- modification, but it's a physical modification to help with everyday life. Okay. So you're putting a physical piece in your ear to hear, but it's not changing genetically. Like your kids will still probably have bad hearing. Okay. um, But I think, I think things like that are cool. And I enjoy when technology helps people and it's not used to be snippy on the internet. (laughs) It's used to like help people. And, um, you know, hospitals get all kinds of cool stuff. So, um, one of the cool things we got when I was still on the floor is, uh, billy lights for babies oh um when they get jaundice they cook under the little billy lights and they get little masks to kind of get rid of the jaundice so they kind of sit under but you kind of have to turn the babies to get them fully cooked like really a, like, yeah
0: so it's like a i don't want to say like a heat lamp but it's something that rests on top of where they're at it's
1: kind of like it like a bed and then there's the light and it kind of shines down and it helps with the jaundice but they we got new supplies where there's a billy light on top and underneath ah. so the baby can kind of chill and it's such a little thing but like my my grandmother's a mother baby nurse and she was showing me that and i was like that's so cool like oh my gosh and uh you know they come out with different kinds of lifts in the hospital different kinds of beds and how beds can move and maneuver and different types that really just help the quality like that right yeah the little billy lights get the baby's chilling in the billy. they get the cool little mask okay
0: so before then that how would you get rid of the jaundice
1: you put them under lights some babies like just need some time uh, but usually i'm kind of cook under the billy lights okay so um, there,
0: there was there was always a way to get rid of that mm-hmm. before because again
1: but it would just be on top okay. but now they have one that's like a full circumference
0: so you don't have to manipulate the baby they to just make sure chill
1: there. And they're yeah. like hey mom i'm just chilling under my lights how's it going like yeah there's little things where they, you know, we see uh, beds that move the sheets by themselves, so it's really hard. So on a hospital bed, you have like a big like, pull-out sheet, and then you have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like another sheet that we fold into like a big rectangle that we put on the middle of the bed. Okay. So when people need to be helped to be kind of raised up or slide down or slide it up, um, two or three people get on the sides and take them and kind of slide okay. them up it hurts if you do it wrong it hurts your back so damn bad um
0: i mean i would imagine you're lifting like 200 pound people i mean
1: i was like and i'm super super tiny so when i would have to do it um (laughs) but now they have beds that they have like you, you tuck in the sheet and it does it for you so you're not hurting yourself you're not causing a weird kind of bumpy transition for the patient and it's just kind of a nice you know ease sort of thing um so little things like that like that improve a quality of life you know quantity is not always everything quality can you know plays an importance with a lot of people having a good quality of life Um, you know like my grandpa uses hearing aids and I'm sure he loves, you know, the idea of being able to hear when he clicks them on. It helps his quality of life, even though he can still hear, just not, not really as well. Not as well,
0: yeah. I yeah. mean, our glasses help us just the same way, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we were just talking about it earlier. It's like, I'm so blind, I can't even read the phone number off the wall. I mean, You're
1: like, my eyes still, like, I can see color and stuff, but I can't really read. But yeah. these are kind of nice to help that quality of it life. It does,
0: yeah. I, I, I would rather be able to see what I'm doing than to help me. Out whatever I'm doing, because mm-hmm. again, my quality of life is to see better, not to just like struggle with a blurry object in the mist, yeah, yeah, which is just weird to think about
1: it was like little little things like that, but I think I think technology is a really, really cool thing you see technology develops um, like I said medical is the best way I can think of it because there's they're always coming out with super cool you know gadgets and different ways to do all kinds of different stuff that um, it's just I think it's just really really cool and super super helpful it will make a difference um, now in the long term with people's quality of life
0: so it in just in that aspect too it's just always going to get better I hope so I mean I f- I mean even just thinking ten years ago the in the medical field there is more technological advances than there was back then right and that's only 10 years yeah we're not even talking about when the x-ray was first invented or when something like that came out yeah absolutely so i could just imagine what what is going to come out for more advanced surgeries Mm -hmm. uh, because i like to think of like a video game where a surgeon is just going to put on a uh like a vr Mm -hmm. and he's going to be able to get rid of some disease or some kind of muscle tissue or something that's not supposed to be there with ease like a video game
1: well, when we talked about that, my, my boyfriend and I talked about that. We've been together for a very long time. Shout and out
0: to that guy. I'm like, <laughs> thumbs up,
1: Diego, for like not killing each other <laughs> for the last couple of years. But we talked about that too, because you know, I we I got in the discussion where I'm like, you know, you know, when do you think it's an appropriate time to give your kid a cell phone? Because I said I didn't get a. The only reason I got a cell phone in sixth grade, it was one of those fifty dollars phones
0: yeah
1: uh from t-mobile okay the only reason i got one is because i went to school out of district and if i needed something or like you know and there was no buses so my parents would have to come pick me up okay that was my way to communicate it was limited text messaging like data wasn't a thing back then
0: 500 like, minutes yeah all exactly that exactly
1: i didn't get my first smartphone until the end of my junior year, like beginning of my senior year. Okay. I, I got one of those like tiny little pink iPhones and I just thought I was so cute. And like when I met my boyfriend, he had a Nokia phone. Like okay. that's where we started. Um, and I said, and it did everything I, I was supposed to do. And I said, the only reason I upgraded is because it got a little hard when everybody else had the internet, and teachers are making it, you know, more accessible with you know, schoolwork with apps and stuff like okay, that. Okay,
0: yeah, especially so, now in college.
1: Yeah, so we're, you know, we were talking about that because I said, you know, I don't see any point for a 14 year old to have an $800 phone. <laughs> I don't see that. To play games? Oh, I don't man. think so. But, you know, like my boyfriend and I were talking, we're like, well, God knows, you know, in 10, 20 years, what phones are going to look like, what accessibility is going to look like. And, the the norm is going to look like because our norm is going to be very different than our kids. And yeah. I was like, he goes, you know, we'll get there when we get there. And I'm like, I know. And I said, our kids are going to hate us because we're going to be like, back in my day, I, remember- I didn't have access to the internet in the middle of the park until I was 18. Yeah,
0: or you can at least see what you're doing now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so we, we always talked about that as, you know, like, when's a good time? But, you know, God knows what a cell phone going to be in 10, 20 years. I and mean,
0: d- I love to see the transition now because it looks like it's going to your wrist. Yeah. It literally, looks like you will have your phone on your wrist.
1: Yeah. I've seen <coughs> the Apple Watches or, like, the iPhones. This scares the crap out of me with, like, the face scanners. Oh,
0: yeah. Or the thumb recognition really quick now, I too. I hate that. You, oh, really no. It
1: scares me. Okay, so I watch Shane Dawson. Do you, know, do you watch his yes, conspiracy uh, yes, videos? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay, I have watched all of them. Um, there's some that I'm like, that's a little bullshit. Okay, It's kind of stupid. There's some that I'm like, you know, I didn't think about that. Oh, but, no. But one of the things is like.
0: Facial recognition. Facial
1: recognition. So my boyfriend's a computer engineer. He does a lot of coding and hacking. And
0: We need that guy on. You yeah. need to get. Tell him to come on. <laughs> yes. I was like,
1: he does all of that. He's very well equipped and he has trust issues. So one of the things is like we were talking about uh, a couple of months ago. We were joking about. Um, like engagement rings, like wedding rings, like we were just teasing each other, engagement rings, wedding rings, and all that kind of stuff, and uh, we talked about it like it was a day, like one day we had talked about it, and then like on s- like four days later he kind com- of like he comes out and delivers and he goes, "You're not gonna believe what I just found on like my Facebook ads," and I was like, "What?" And he uh. goes, "Engagement ring ads," and I'm like, "Well, have you googled it?" He's like, "No, I haven't looked anything up." <laughs> He's like, I've never looked anything up, wedding or engagement related, on my phone, ever, and he's like, how does my phone know that I'm looking for engagement rings? Because now it's pulling up Jared's and Zales and you know eBay ads for wedding rings and engagement things, and he's like, that's fucking weird, yeah. like, and I was kind of weirded out too, and I was like, oh my gosh, um, and there's a lot of things like not to trash on Apple, cause. I have an Apple phone, which I'm going to switch to because mm-hmm. I hate this. I'm going to go to Samsung.
0: They're the third best phone now. They just got, they just dropped.
1: For very good reasons. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it was like for very good reasons because I hate this phone. But, you know, a lot of their database with the iOS, they say, is secured. But so many things get leaked off of the iOS clouds for people. God knows, like, they have facial recognition, thumbprint, microphone access. Like, God knows what they have that may be private. So one of the things you can look at is, like, this was on one of Shane Dawson's videos, is, like, if you go to your photo album and type in, like, burlesque on the search, like, if you took some risque photos, they're all in a folder. They're all in one folder. Um, Or, like, I looked it up, too. Like, I looked up cat on mine, and all the pictures of cats I had were in a folder that I had never made before. So
0: wait, so it's not that the folder is there but that your phone is recognizing these pictures so it can tell the difference between you and a cat
1: me and a cat or like a risque photo and a selfie or you know like those kind of things and i'm like uh so this
0: is a little troubling to you
1: this is very troubling to me It scares like the living bejesus out of me nothing nothing is private anymore okay um Not i'm i am and i'm not a very private person like uh, you know, I don't mind having personal conversations, like, I'm totally for that, but, like, there's things, like, on my phone, or, you know, things, like, there's nothing private anymore, there's nothing that's to yourself anymore that you can keep to yourself or enjoy by yourself, like, someone is bound to know, someone's bound to track you back to it, you know, it's scary, like, there's God knows how many, like, cameras around the world that can track everywhere you've been in the last five minutes, um, there's always something or someone keeping track of you and keeping track of your interests and keeping track of your data and where you are and all these all these things that so are just very unsettling. So
0: that, that to you is unsettling, um, but out of the, what, like, uh, I'm just throwing a number out here, like what, 33 million people in the United States, I'm pretty sure there's more, mm-hmm. that, that, that concerned you that we have that much information on everybody?
1: It, it's a, cons- I mean, there's again, there's that balance, you know, but it's a matter of who has access to that information and what they decide to do with that information. It's maybe not the information as a whole bothers me. It's who has the access and and who's doing what with that access. Does that make sense? Okay,
0: so the fact that anybody can see anything that was ever sent or has been on your phone is troubling to you. Mm-hmm. any of anything
1: and it's not like i'm doing like so yeah, like no. i'm not in the cartel or anything but hey like, guys. but like there's conversations that i've had or there's pictures that are personal to me or you know things like that that can be pulled up or they're backed up on, a, on an iCloud or stuff like that
0: so the fact that it's not private troubles you
1: yeah what what's private is not actually private okay so being able to distinguish what is privacy and how well that's respected because what we've been promised is private and what we've always thought is private is not the case anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing that's genuinely private anymore. Uh, well,
0: like, there's things, too, where you don't assume it's private anymore. Like, you know, people honestly thought, like, oh, me going into... Uh, me... <coughs> it's just not private anymore. There's no... Pr- uh, they don't think of it as privacy anymore. Like, obviously, back in the day, it was a uh, custom to, like, you know, I'm going to hang out with my friend by myself mm-hmm. and go do things with him why does this other friend need to know or why mm-hmm. do i have to post it on the media site so everybody knows what post we're my doing
1: food, tag the restaurant tag some friends hashtags like all those little things link you to people um when people tag locations when and even if you don't tag locations like i have a when i went to new york I put a little album together on my phone. Like I had the pictures, and I just made a little album so I could find the photos better. But it knew exactly, like, where I was, what place in New York, what buildings. Like, if I tapped on it, it would pull up a map of where exactly that location was. And I never point, like, tagged it anywhere, never posted these photos and tagged them. Before. But, I
0: mean, it, it doesn't that. Uh, I am so I barely, like – I drive through the parking lot of Walmart because I go pick up my friends sometimes, and it just says, like, hey, you were at Walmart. Do you want to leave a review? Yeah. so it's I mean I don't I don't know how unsettling it is like mm-hmm. that mean everyone's gonna know where I'm at anyways I mean if the way the technology is now you should be able to find me right away if you want to it, but I guess that's unsettling to certain people right yeah. you don't well,
1: like the snapchat thing like when you can turn on your locations for snapchat and you
0: like see everyone on the map
1: yes that is so creepy to me I put it on for two days and I just got so creeped out where I'm like I would look down at my phone, I'd be at work, and i go, you know, all my friends and some people who added me on Snapchat know that I'm downtown at the hospital. Like, they could come find me if they wanted to. I don't want people to come find me at work. Like, I I don't want people to, like, you know, or, like, (laughs) if I'm at someone's house or, like, if I'm going on a trip or, like, if I needed a family emergency. Yeah, or,
0: like, you were with your boyfriend and you had a a jealous other friend who was, like, I'm going to go find out where she is. Yeah,
1: or I'm just going to pop by, like... Those are things where I'm like, that's the if you need to know where I am, uh, <laughs> ask or I will tell you. So you
0: don't feel that the way that they approach that is acceptable. You're like, no, no I, I I'll I'll let people know where I'm at
1: if when I want. It. Well, so I had a a friend who was um, she's a nurse where I work. She's such a sweet lady, and. Um, in my old job, there was a, a guy that I worked with who was a little weird. Okay. A lot of weird. <laughs> uh, and he would, like, add and flirt with a lot of the nurses and add them on Snapchat. And they didn't think much of it. They are like, fine, whatever. Yeah. They kept their Snapchats. So one of the girls who I worked with, she was out one weekend. She was telling me this. She was out one weekend um, having a couple drinks with her friends. Okay. Like, just chilling. Cause just, yeah, nice She time. had a weekend off. Yeah. And this guy, because he saw where she was on Snapchat, came to the bar and came to her table Freaked her the fuck oh
0: out Oh my god That's and like one like, of those stories on YouTube Yeah She's <laughs> like What
1: are you doing here? He's like Well I saw you were down here at the bar I figured I might pay a visit And she's like You're weird What the hell? And like Would not leave her alone That's so
0: weird though Because like Honestly uh, I, I don't know who to side with on that point <laughs> because obviously he likes her and wants to, like, you know, interact with but her. But he
1: does this with everybody, and uh, it's creepy.
0: Okay, see, so then that's more of a unsettling thing, too. And yeah. if it's just like, hey, I'm going to go see where Stacy's at, and then next week I'm going to go see where Melissa's at that's yeah. a, little, a little weird well and
1: there's a difference between like hey i post on facebook or attack myself on instagram i'm at this you know i'm at, I'm at the bar i'm at you know anody downtown um and you go cool like maybe i'll stop by and come say hi and there's a difference between that communication rather than hey i was looking at the snapchat maps and i saw randomly at saturday <laughs> night that you were here so i decided to pop by and like interrupt your friend time like that's weird that
0: does sound weird that like Oh wow! I, that's the first time I have ever heard a story like that. As a
1: girl, like that would freak me. As a man, as, I would be scared. Like, <laughs> as a girl, that makes me so
0: uneasy. Freaked yeah, because yes. literally, it makes you think like uh, somebody at a con that thought you were cool. They were like, "Hey, let's s- trade Snapchats." Or
1: if I'm at home, they can come to my house. Yeah, like, like they know where my house is. Like if you zoom in on that Snapchat thing. You can see in exact, like, Google Maps of what my house looks like, like, what streets I'm on, like.
0: So it's a little unsettling.
1: Oh, it's so unsettling. I don't want anyone in my house. Like, (sighs) unless, like, I invite you to my house, please don't come anywhere near my house. Like, that's weird. Um, No, I just, I had it on for, like, a day, and then I couldn't do it anymore because it just was really unsettling, like, when I was driving and stuff like that that people could see where I was. Oh. And the only reason I turned it on is because when I went to a K-pop concert in Texas the other month, I wanted to get the nice filter, and you had to have your location oh, on. Oh,
0: I hate when that happens. Yeah, you
1: had to turn on your location to get the cute little tag, um, which I didn't even get it. But that's the only reason <laughs> I turned it on. And then people were messaging me that I hadn't talked to for a while, like, oh, I didn't know you were in Texas. Where are you at in Texas? Like, oh, what are you there for? And like, suddenly, everybody knows. like,
0: Where I'm at.
1: Yes. And I'm like, yeah. I haven't talked to you in like seven years. What does it matter? Why? Right? Why does it matter that I'm in Texas? Yeah, like stuff like that. That just that's why it turned out. I'm like, uh-uh. That was like, bye, Felicia. Goodbye.
0: So, so it's it's ah oh, dang. I did. That's crazy to like. You, mm-hmm. you like your privacy, but yet in this day and age, there's really no privacy.
1: There's no such thing as a pri- You know, having a private life anymore. Someone will, someone will know eventually. And I'm like, ooh, rather rather not. So
0: then does that mean we can't keep any secrets then?
1: Oh, I'm sure you can. I'm sure nothing is a secret nowadays
0: anymore. Like,
1: Mm-mm. everything's recorded, everything's uh, tracked, everything has a link to it. Like, I don't think you could get away with anything. I think everything's always recorded. Someone, someone, or something's always monitoring you.
0: So you think the gov—I don't want to say the government, but somebody the has little a- Yeah, <laughs> somebody has access to quick anything like say our webcams or oh, the I'm microphones sure our phone mics whatever they they have the access to it right away
1: oh i'm I, like would put money on it yeah absolutely wow.
0: i i can see that too but it, the the thing i'm skeptical is what they would do with it yeah. like if you really want to see like my stupid like my photo album or you want to see My search history, (laughs) dude, that's on you. I can
1: iCloud drop it to you if you want to see my New York adventures. It's
0: totally easier that way instead of it having be like a privacy thing where it's like we're not really looking at all of America's things. But in hindsight, we are.
1: There's always going to be I think there's always going to be like bad eggs too that. Take their skills and information and misuse it and are out to cause damage. And that's what makes me nervous is it's hard to tell who's going to do that and and things that you think are harmless that you have kept away can end up coming back and like smacking you in the face even though they're not bad things like people manipulate things all the time um to distract you know from events and stuff like that i mean there's just there's so many things that go through my head when i think about you know all the access that's been taken just from my phone let alone everyone's you know
0: phone in the world yeah and see that's another crazy thing too is like there's millions no well not millions but there's hundreds and thousands of drug dealers all over that are doing shady transactions stupid they're they're not even hiding themselves in it they're just like hey man i'm gonna sell you so and so amount of crack blah blah there you go Mm -hmm. compared to other people where it's like hey i'm selling a bunch of salt to you at this price blah blah blah
1: I have a box of sponges yeah, <laughs> ready like, to be picked up on Central Avenue. <laughs> why is
0: it that like that stuff, if you are monitoring everything and you want to patrol the way that the country is and like, oh, I'm trying to stop crime and stuff like that, isn't it more acceptable then to be able to like hone in on that then? I mean
1: I think there I think there's a lot of people who have who have that access who are concerned and keeping a lot bigger things than drugs.
0: So you think like it's it's there but there's more of a danger like they're they're more concerned with other things Mm
1: -hmm. and i think there's more secrets that groups and people and everything are trying to keep on the down low um and so they use little things like this to create distractions where they don't pay attention like that's not a you know people are going to sell drugs that's just how it is yeah. but if you have a big really big conspiracy or like a war thing going
0: on so you so this this is a great example is like so you're like yeah they're selling tons of drugs we got to fight the drugs make sure you're not looking at the alien over here there's yeah. tons of drugs drugs are going on
1: well like i think what was i make this example wrong there was w- during one of this one of the many school shootings that we've had this year
0: like, okay
1: that happened i think it was in florida i think it was one of them in florida and the same exact time and day that that horrible news came out like something about the kardashians or like uh there was a news thing with like whitney houston where she passed out and everybody was focused on whitney houston like passing out on live tv and nobody paid much attention or that wasn't directly on the news about a school shooting there and but everyone focused for like a week and it was a trending thing on twitter that she passed out on live television and so there was things that come together at weird times and things that lay over and people are more into like dramatic personal things with celebrities rather than paying attention to, you know, school shootings and politics and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not a whole lot of people. It's becoming less common for people to pay attention to politics now and understanding politics um, and understanding where, the, you know your country sits where other countries sit in that dynamic because we're all just worried about what dress Kim Kardashian is wearing right. to this event or you know oh like this morning I saw Cardi B threw a fucking shoe at Nicki Minaj
0: or I'm, th- I'm throwing this out there because I'm following it or like the new album that Eminem dropped
1: yeah <laughs> So stuff like that yeah. yeah
0: it's so they have so much focus on this when in the background there's more important detailed problems mm-hmm. going on yeah which is kind of socially s- sad because it's like scary. we can we should be working to fix these problems but instead we're more enticed to f- like drama. looking for other people's problems we're like holy mm-hmm. crap look at this drama that's going on on tv i should watch instead of watching the latest you know what's going on in watching another, the
1: news tonight or like, or well
0: like see that. that's another thing too is like how mo- how how much bias can you get from the news, like mm-hmm. the news is so like everywhere nowadays, you either turn it on Fox or you turn it on c n n and you're hearing one side compared to another news and site that's completely you, different, yeah, things. they're contradicting each other or they're they're both spitting out facts where you you're like, "Oh, this must be real," mm-hmm. and then you see the other news real and you're like, "Wait, how is this real when this just said is real so now you're in this dumbed down area where yeah. you're just like, "I don't know what to believe,
1: oh yeah, nobody makes it easy. I think you know you'll hear you know. Fox News the CNN, and they're completely different types of stories about the same thing, but, it, I mean, it all comes down to, it, like, personal judgment, which way you kind of lean in terms of, of of every kind of aspect of things that you could. Um, so, like, my boyfriend and I are very, and it's really weird, we're both very opposite polars of, you know, politics, where I'm all like, yeah, man, human rights, like, yeah, and he was raised very conservative. Not that he, like, You know, hates gay people or is against this and that. He just doesn't care. Yeah. His whole mentality is he's like, you do whatever you want as long as it's not me. I don't care. It's
0: just seeing his background is what kind of throws him into more of like a conservative. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, where I'm like, it doesn't concern me, but I'm gonna advocate. And he's like, "Uh, it doesn't concern me, so I don't really care. Okay. Um, that's kind of how his his if it doesn't pertain to him, then he just there's no motivation. But, you know, me, where I'm like, I'm an advocate. I think the only way to get somewhere is to push. Yeah. And you need lots of people to push kind of thing. Um, So, like, during the, you know, with the election, we... we, I didn't have a side during the recent election, like, for example, because that was just...
0: It was everywhere.
1: It was everywhere. And, like, everybody, I think, at one point had points. Good points, bad points, good aspects, bad aspects. And it was up to my judgment to kind of decide where i wanted to go with it and i had a really hard time picking i had a hard time with that election i almost didn't want to vote but i'm like no you have to vote you know the statistics like
0: yeah you don't want to be the person that makes it seem like you're not
1: yeah put your word out there like you have a freedom of speech and you have a, a voice so use it use it wisely and like my mom and i like would get together and we would watch um new stuff together and we would, you know, I was always reading stuff online. I was listening to other people. My boyfriend and I would talk about it every once in a while. Like, just talking and brewing your thoughts through, you know, your ideas, sorting out through complicated things that seem bad in your head. Yeah. Um, but it was hard. Like, politics is not easy. I mean, politicians play a dirty game because it's not easy
0: and one thing that i don't like about politics is that like it seems so one-sided like either you're on this side or this side where we should be taking ideas from both of them to implement a new thing because don't get me wrong there's amazing ideas and Bad ideas from the Republicans.
1: Oh yeah, I'm the same. Same with yeah. the other side too. Where there, believe me, there's some things on like my side that I go, oh my God, you all are fucking insane. Like, I can't. Yeah,
0: you don't. <laughs> you. It's again stepping back. You're just like, whoa. I like some of your ideas, but not all of them are accustomed to what I believe in. Because yeah. I mean, there are some things like
1: that, vaccinating your children. Yeah. Nope. You, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I'm like vaccinate your children. Please. So you do. You want please to vaccinate. vaccinate your damn children. Oh my God. First
0: of all. I don't, I don't even want to talk to her anymore. No I'm just kidding. Like, I'm just please kidding.
1: vaccinate your children.
0: <laughs> that, well, that's... Yeah, see, I don't get why people are like, oh, no, vaccinations just, like, are going to kill off <laughs> people, and it makes them more... That's where, like, most of our mental uh, health comes from is because someone gets vaccinated. See, and that's the thing. It's like, I love this example because I saw it on a TV show once. Like, do you want people to die from polio? Do you want people to die from diseases that were dying, like, 50 years ago? You well, don't... We don't want that.
1: Well, so the guy interesting fact. Thank you, nursing classes in microbiology. The guy who made the claim that vaccinations cause autism, he was actually, um, he was a doctor, really like smart. I have to remember his name. I have it somewhere. Um, But he was losing accreditation or he was kind of losing momentum in his research. So he came out with this article, but his data did not like match up. So when people started reading over his article when they published it, to get a medical article published goes through a lot, a lot, a lot of process. So the fact that they missed all this like crazy data. So when people were reading over again, they realized like the data wasn't matching up. They were calling him out for it. And he finally ended up coming out and being like, I just needed like some income. I needed some like movement in my medical career. This isn't real data. I made it up. And he goes, there's no solid evidence that vaccinations cause autism or anything like that. Um, But people took that and started rolling with it, which, I mean, like mental health has so much to do with, you know, personal environments, personal um, experiences, genetics. I mean, it's mental health is a lot more than, you know, getting your TV shot and your, you know, polio shot. I'm like, vaccinate kids because, you know, you one kid doesn't get any of their vaccinations. They go to school and they get everybody else sick. Or they spread it around, or it turns into something else. Like, it's just a vicious cycle. Like, there's a reason things died out when they did, is because we put a stop to it. Yeah. And so. Yeah, and I'm like, just keep your kids out. Like, keep. And, you know, I saw, like, a picture of, like, someone put, like, a bunch of needles in, like, a plastic baby. And they're like, this is how many vaccinations. <laughs> a baby. I was like, you do realize we don't, like, stab the baby, like, like 40 yeah. times with a bunch of shots. They're Every all, day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every day.
1: I'm like, they're all, like, regulated from the, you know, when you were born to, like, age eight. And you have vaccination cards because it's a trial time. And I said, even when you're in high school, there are still vaccinations you have to get. You know is it especially depends like if you're a female if you're male like you have to get them keep yourself healthy keep others healthy like you know stuff like that but no the whole vaccinations cause autism that's not even that's not even a thing that's so far from the truth and that's where it stemmed from is a doctor who lost his accreditation because he lied on an article because he wanted to you know get some momentum in his career okay and he straight up came out and he was like no it's a lie like none of that i know that no that data matches up he just like cracked because everyone was like what's going on with your data?" yeah dude. they're
0: looking at it yeah and they're like hey dude hey you're sweating a little
1: yeah they're like he's all huh. yeah that was it so you know little little things like that i think with politics is judgment i don't think there's a right or wrong um in two sides there's three sides to the story
0: understanding
1: yeah there's there's point A side, point B side, and then what really happened kind of thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and it's all perspective. Like Everyone's perspective is very different. Everybody perceives situations very different. And, you know, one thing that I find offensive, you may not find offensive, and that's our perspective. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong, it's just we see it in different levels. Yeah. Does that make sense? No,
0: I, that's beautiful because one of the things I love to per, uh, if I were going to put that on something, is comedy.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: you have to be there's certain levels of comedy that are going to be acceptable for certain people and it's not going to be acceptable yeah, for others.
1: There's things that are funny to some people and there's things that are
0: not. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's just it. There's a fine line. It's funny or it's not. And yeah. again, it depends on the person that you're presenting it to mm-hmm. because I mean, you could probably make a room full of 50 people laugh, but that 51 person, that one person that's not laughing, that's just on him. Mm-hmm. That's just all on him.
1: Yeah. Well, Com- we, we make jokes like my best, my best friend who, you know, I was talking to you with, was from middle school we make some very (laughs) bad jokes we both have you know um, a lot of like mental illness like in the background but we joke about it and so if you heard us you'd be like oh my god those girls are really tough but it's our like coping mechanism to like laugh through the pain or like laugh at the things that make us us so we don't look at it as like this is a bad thing it's just it is what it is so we make jokes about it some people don't find it funny but we find it hilarious because it's it's um, not necessarily making light of, uh, like, of an illness, but it's not taking it too seriously. No. When you take it too yeah. seriously. It just gets to your head. I
0: get exactly what you say. I'm going to give you an example. I honestly feel that I am a little dyslexic. When I read a book or I read any kind of article, I have to, like, thoroughly read it once or twice because I'm jumbling up words that really m- mess me up. Yeah. But... I can make fun of it. I know I can make fun of it. Yeah. Because like, uh, and here's what I, d- I say all the time. It's like, it's not that I'm dyslexic. It's just that I'm stupid. alright yeah. <laughs> I'm just stupid. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I didn't want to read when I was growing up. So unfortunately, that triggered my dyslexia and made it worse for when I got older. Mm-hmm. Now I see it so differently. I'm just stupid. Don't get me wrong. There are people that have dyslexia and they do have like. And a, they
1: struggle with it. And yeah. it's a real thing. Oh, we do the, oh my God, my my friends my my best friend like will pick at me for my ocd things like and i i genuinely i you know i don't think it's right to take away like when people just use it as a casual thing like oh i so ocd i'm like you don't understand this drives me nuts
0: there's ocd and there's ocd like
1: it makes like there's things that genuinely make me sick because of it um and they, there's so many different kinds of OCD. You know, there's repetition. There's, you know, colors or putting things in place or germs. Like, there's so many different types of OCD. Mine is very um, organization. Um, but, like, my friends and I make joke of it. Or, like, um, when we were on the car making a road trip, I was adjusting stuff in the car, and she was giving me shit for it. And I wasn't upset. I was just laughing about right. it. And or would be like, excuse Or I'll, like be in the middle of, like, a, a dinner table and I'll be like, excuse me while I be neurotic and right. I, like, switch the salt, pepper, and shakers around and, um, like, set them up and, you know, like, stuff like that where I'm like, I'm gonna be neurotic right. and a fucking annoying for one second while I adjust everything or pick at people's, like, faces and stuff. Um, but, like, making, it's not a light heart thing, but just kind of understanding, like, this is how I am. Yeah, right. And I understand that this is fucking annoying that I do this, but... It's who I Lightening am. Lightening
0: the situation yeah. makes it... So it's not uh, harder on other people, too. They're not freaking out because you're like, holy or shit. Or making
1: someone uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: whole, she's totally organizing the table. That's a little weird. No, you could be like, I'm making it right. That's what I'm doing. I,
1: well, like my best friend. So she had... Um, her counter is like little tiny tiles. And I cleaned and I scrubbed those tiles so much. Um, like I scrubbed them and I was like putting all the mail in like order. Like I was putting it on terms of size. And there was a little teapot with a flower in it like a little decor and i was like i'm gonna put it like right in the middle but because of how the tiles were there was no middle to Uh, match up with the yeah i lost my shit Mm. and so i was like standing there for 40 minutes like trying to find the middle i was like pulling out like i was like where's a ruler and she's like i'm not getting you a ruler like bitch i'm not getting you a ruler (laughs) get a ruler And i was like sitting it and then i walked back and i'm like does that look like in the middle and this and that and she was making like she was making so much fun of me, and at the end of it, I was laughing so hard. Like we were just laughing so hard, and she, I was like, "She goes, you need to find a place where you can be comfortable, because I want to go to bed." And I was like, <laughs> ah. "But we make like jokes of it, and it makes me more comfortable." Because she goes, "I understand this is how you are," or like she'll go. You know what? Let me turn this this way. I know you like it. I know I lo- know you like things this way. It's already set up for you, and you know, makes me comfortable. Like you can make fun of each other and be comfortable.
0: And another thing too is like it might be accepting to somebody that does have the same symptoms as you. Mm-hmm. They they see it as like, oh, I get it because oh, I do that bro, all the time. Me too. I do that all the time. Yeah. So. Me, just go, me too, bro. Me too. So that's what I love about I guess comedy is that like, it's it's meant to be funny. Yeah, it's meant to if, if it, this is one rule that I love to follow because I have this ambition one day that I'm going to be a stand up comedian. Do
1: it. Hell uh, yeah. It's
0: so fucking hard to get up I was there. Like,
1: Hell yeah, do it.
0: But is just if the joke doesn't hurt somebody, then it's not funny. You
1: didn't do it. Right. Then it's not
0: funny. <laughs> yes. It has to hurt one person. Yes. <laughs> one person has to be upset. And that's okay, because maybe they will be enlightened by somebody else that thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, five other people were laughing at the joke, and the one person that's upset goes to the five people, and they're like, why are you laughing so hard? And they explain it to him.
1: They go, oh, maybe I was taking that too seriously. Yeah. Or they go, you know, this is why it isn't right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, my mom, she's um, she's in an administrative point, so she, she does a in the healthcare field, so she always used to tell me like if you don't piss at least one person <laughs> off with your decisions you didn't do your job right
0: somebody isn't yeah yeah
1: she goes you didn't do your job right because she goes not everyone's gonna agree so if you didn't piss one person off during your you know 24 hours then she goes you didn't do your job right and i'm you, like yeah. true that mom she's like it's okay to piss people off she and goes, you you it see happens. it after
0: experience after a while too yeah. it's just like because i've tried it too i'm just like i'm trying to uh culture or accept myself when i'm telling jokes and i'm just like that's not that funny and i'm like well i'm gonna go and do something that i think is funny and then i'm to end- go with it and then it ends up being funny because
1: mm-hmm. you go i think it's funny exactly so. and it's me on the stage not you so i'm gonna tell my joke right I'm
0: like, that that's always the perfect part too but like- then until those hecklers come that's what yeah. I'm scared of. <laughs> all the hecklers <laughs> are like. Scared <laughs> of those hecklers like, ha ha, what do you mean you have a joke? I'm just like, God, now I got to like, try to come up with something funny.
1: You're like, please dive off your seat, please. Right. Thanks, bye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, you know one of the things that was hard for me, like in high school and everything, was realizing that you can't please everybody. Yes. I always wanted to make sure everybody was happy and healthy and safe and pleased. And at the end of the day, I would go home unpleased sad exhausted and the not one person
0: happy. that mattered
1: yeah and it's not selfish it's not selfish to sit there and be like i am important
0: self-reflection
1: my happiness and my safety and my health is priority then you can take care of other people and a lot of people find that wrong or selfish but it's a, it's a lot to be able to be like i am the most important person my health is the most important thing right now to me And then taking care of that and then you can take care of someone
0: else. Because I feel it brushes off. Yeah. The more healthy, the more happy, the more nicer that I'm the more it's going to show to my friends and to Mm -hmm. my family that I'm, you know, I'm doing good. So I'm going to show you guys that I'm doing good. I have
1: the energy to do good to build you up and, you know, like when I build my friends up within the cosplay community, it's because I have the energy to do it, and I have the confidence, so I'm like, yes, girl, like, take some of it. You're not
0: the only one.
1: Yeah, you're like, take some of it, although, like, extroverted introvert, so my best friend is uh, an introvert, very heavily, heavily introverted, and I'm very heavily extroverted. Um, And she gets her, like, stimulus and her energy from her quiet time, and, like, being with only one person or by herself or you know she can only stay out in public for like two hours like two three hours is her max okay she hates like big crowds too
0: much socializing but
1: i feed off of it like that's why i go to cons all the time and that's why i like the maid cafes is because i feed off of talking to people yeah i just and my boyfriend's an introvert He's, <laughs> like immensely introverted too. he hates talking to it's it. like I'll just wait here yeah he's so quiet and people think he's being rude but I'm like he genuinely like, if he doesn't see a point to saying anything he won't do it yeah, and no it's point. a lot of energy for him to do it and meet new people um, but for me it's like it's a stimulus like I really enjoy talking with people and meeting people um, and making friends and that's what keeps me happy and going and but you know meanwhile my best friend like what keeps her going insane and happy and healthy is you know Big divots of alone time and self-reflection time, or personal time with like one or two friends at a, you know at one moment kind yeah. of thing. Um, but it's it's very dependent on the personality, yeah. I think.
0: And that's always hard to think about too. Is like maybe some of your maybe some of your best friends are the opposite of what you are.
1: Oh, most of mine are. Because
0: yeah. uh, this is my philosophy too on this. Is like I don't want to be friends with myself because I hate myself. <laughs>
1: No one can hate me more than I hate myself. So why
0: would I want to hang out with myself all the time? I'm always putting myself down. So that's no point of doing that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're like, no, that's the favorite thing is no one can hate me more than I hate myself. So
0: might as well get people that are not like me.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's why, like, for example, like with my boyfriend and I, why we haven't killed each other yet is like if you look and like look at us and talk to us, we're two different people. Not completely different, but very different people. We have a big gap. On our thought process, on like personality wise, on all that kind of stuff. But it's in, like a nice balance. Yeah. So we're able to have common interests um, and common personality traits, but we don't, um, we always teach each other something different. And I think that's why it's been healthy is because we're able to teach ourselves. Like, I'm a dumbass and I can't do math to save my life. Like, if I had to. Divide a three-digit number by a two-digit number. That'd take a while. I would probably die, uh, but I like I can't do math. He is an engineer, obviously, is super fantastic at math, like equations and having it broke like break down like that. He knows it makes sense to him. For me, like I'm bilingual, like I get off a of stimulus with you know talking communication. I pick up on like languages easy. I pick up on you know touch and feel processes which is why like nursing is a really good field for me because it's all like touch and movement and thought process and nothing is ever straightforward
0: oh, okay. you know
1: nothing straightforward I like puzzles and then putting together the puzzles he likes you know Here's what you have. Take a formula, plug it in, and it goes. Yeah. And it and it flows. But for me, I'm like, I wanna, I want to create yeah, the for, flow. For
0: all you know, you could finish the end of it before the beginning. Yeah. And still I put create, it together.
1: I want to create the pace and the flow. Meanwhile, he's okay with the pace and flow already being created for him. But it's still really interesting because like when we talk about stuff, it's uh, it's interesting to feel the different perspectives. So he would help me study for like math and all that when I was taking like statistics. you have to take statistics for nursing um and like my entrance exam and they were super simple problems and the way he explained them like i was so jumbled and my head was everywhere because i'm like you know i overthought everything i'm like well you know i could do this and this and he goes no super easy just put this here and it flows down yeah um so the way that we teach and talk to each other is very interesting we butt heads sometimes but it's it's interesting to you know because si- you're
0: pretty much getting two perspectives
1: yeah and, and every once in a while we'd like knock heads with each other and then we're like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> i love you but i want to kill you right
0: that's that scenario we just like
1: you're like but i love you and you're like cute <laughs> I've, we've gotten into fights like you know like the stupid bickering fights and we got so mad at each other that i like picked up my water bottle my phone and my phone charger and i was like i'm going to the bathroom and i like shut the door and locked it and he's like what are you doing and i'm like I don't want to look at you for two hours. And he's like, you took your phone charger? I'm like, yes. Yeah. And I just stayed in there and I came out and I'm like, so I wouldn't kill you yeah, in we're your sleep. Yeah. And he's like, fair enough. We're like, good now. <laughs> we're Gucci. Want to go get food? I'm like, yeah, let's go get pizza. You know, but I, I think I like opposites attract. Like we always like my best friend knows how to chill me out. Like when I'm super, super stressed and I'm always going. She's always like, you know, let's take a nap. Let's watch a Korean drama and just <laughs> chill at home for the day. And I go, oh, okay, that sounds a little we nice. I've that. never done that before. It's been a while. And so I think, we, you know, opposites teach each other nice. and control each other a little bit.
0: And that's that's always good. Uh, perspective to have or to think of it that way instead of it being like oh no we're the opposite so we're obviously never gonna work Yeah, we're not gonna get along that's that's a really dumb mentality
1: no she controls me very much for the past (laughs) 10 years has kept me in line i will not lie she's kept me in line and kept me sane
0: (laughs) and that's that's always good it's uh, a humbling thing
1: a humbling thing it's a blessing in disguise
0: that's what it is alicia yes we've been here for quite a while no, uh, don't it's who cares <laughs> we've been here for a while hey, hola. um thank you so much for coming uh do you have any shout out to anything you want to let people know where to find you where to find your group where to find what you do what you like to do Oh, Lord. I uh, want to get your boyfriend on here. You have to let him know I'm, I want him on yeah, here. Yeah. Tell him. Get him to talk. Tell him I want him on here. Th- I want to pick his brain with that uh, engineering guy. I'll,
1: he'll, he will talk your damn I enough. want to. The really minute you start talking computers with him, he's all... <gasps>
0: so yeah, so l- uh, ask him. Let him know. Tell him to... Uh, I'll send him a message as well, and we'll get something going.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the only thing is my Instagram is a big one, cosplay or underscore cos on instagram and then awaken made cafe on instagram and facebook um and well, we do have a uh, the event that i talked about yeah, the, the halloween, halloween event on... on october 27th it's a saturday it's a ten dollar mission. um you can get it on eventbrite or you can pay for the tickets card or cash at the door but um it pays for a lot of food your prizes and there's a costume contest to win prizes So that $10 is going towards a lot. Nice. So you're definitely getting your your money's worth.
0: And those are all – well, I'll just have you send me links, and I'll just put it on the video in the bottom of this. Yeah. But I want – again, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. we got to do this again. We didn't even talk about anything interesting like aliens or like the flat earth theory.
1: Oh, wait. Earth is flat, though. No. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what do you, this, you mean it's not flat?
0: This, or Let's cancel it. We're doing another hour.
1: You're like, delete this whole live. <laughs> We're not doing this anymore. But
0: that's the beauty of this is, like, there's always something to talk about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Always, always. absolutely.
0: So thanks again for coming.
1: Thank you for having me. No, Appreciate no, it.
0: I'm, I'm so glad I learned so much about you. I didn't know anything, and now I'm just like, I can go to the con now and be like, hey, hey how's it going? remember me we did a podcast
1: like hello neurotic friends
0: so it was awesome
1: yeah thank you for having me appreciate it
0: of course cue us out my big boy
1: Got it dab.
0: right this is that let everyone know <laughs> that it's about to end thanks again guys for watching see you next time
1: bye <laughs>